I'm going to set the foundation right now. At the end of the service today, we'll be praying for miracles. If you need a miracle in your life, we'll be praying for you. I have seen one with my very own eyes this last week. And I will be praying for that in the house this morning. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, good morning. If you don't know me, my name is Natalie. I'm one of the pastors here at Connect Church and campus pastor uh, at Connect Tower. I am married to Mason. Uh, we've got two beautiful children, Mila and Eva. Um, they are very fast taking over me in height. I know it's not that hard, but actually when I don't have heels on, I'm not that tall at all, and they are up to here, actually. I'd really love them to stop growing. I think they're um, 9 and 11 years old. And um, yeah, it's just such a great season of life, this age, and I don't really, they don't need to keep growing, but I, I don't want to say that because I also don't want to, um, in the sense, cap their height too, so they've got a tall dad, so, but yeah, I am Natalie, great to be here. You've got me speaking this morning, uh, Pastor Adam and Anita, they're away ministering at Napier Christian Fellowship in the Hawke's Bay. Uh, obviously, the Hawke's Bay have been hit hard with Cyclone Gabriel, and we as New Life have offered to uh, help the churches out there in any way uh, that we have. We've obviously helped out financially, but Pastor Adam um, thought because the team at NCF have been on the ground helping, uh, we would offer people to go up there and preach at our own expense of New Life and help them. So they took up the offer, uh, and they're there with Pastor Adam, or Pastor Adam and Anita are there with them this morning ministering at um, um, New Life, um, Napier, Napier Christian Fellowship. So, so good that they're there. Um, let's take a moment and we'll pray for them right now. So, Father God, we lift up Pastor Adam and Anita to you right now. We thank you for the ministering at Napier Christian Fellowship this morning, God. We pray, God, that you will move powerfully through your people, through Pastor Adam and the words that he preaches there this morning. And as we pray for miracles here, God, we pray that miracles will break out too in Napier Christian Fellowship, God. Touch your people there this morning, open hearts, God. We pray salvation in the house, God, and we pray for traveling mercies over Pastor Adam and Anita as they come home in the morning. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Psalm 77 14 says, you are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. What is a miracle? A miracle is an extraordinary and astonishing happening that is attributed to the presence and action of an ultimate or divine power. Miracles are done by the power of God. Miracles are supernatural events that point people towards God. We've seen miracles here as a church. Actually, we're sitting in a miracle right now. Many years ago, we were gifted 50 acres of land. Uh, we sold some of the land, which are the streets uh, surrounding us here, which has helped finance the auditorium. Uh, then we saw the development of the lakes out here and the lands, over $1 million worth of work done for free. Amazing. We've still got 15 acres of land out here, and we are believing as a church for more miracles. We're believing for a business park. We're believing for an auditorium to fit our growth, um, and we're just believing for so much more on this land. I think we should give Jesus some praise for the miracle that we're sitting in right now. 
so thankful. We see in the Bible many supernatural miracles Jesus did. Here are just a few. Matthew 8, 23 to 27, Jesus calming the storm. Matthew 9, 1 to 8, Jesus heals a paralytic. Matthew 9, 20 to 22, a sick woman is healed. Matthew 9, 27 to 29, two blind men find sight. Mark 1, 29 to 31, Peter's mother-in-law healed. Mark 8, 1 to 9, 4,000 are fed. That's seven loaves with seven loaves and a few small fish. Luke 17, 11 to 19, 10 lepers are healed. John 2, 1 to 11, Jesus turns water into wine. John 11, 38 to 45, Lazarus was raised from the dead. And Luke 9, 12 to 17, 5,000 plus people are fed. And do you know what I learned this week, um, which I didn't know, I'm sure all of you will in here, but I didn't know. Um, the Bible's text states that there were 5,000 men present besides women and children. Therefore, the total number of people that Jesus could have fed would have been 10 to 15,000 people from five loaves of bread and two fish. Now that is a miracle right there. There are many more miracles that you can study in your own time and I encourage you to in the Bible. I went through my study Bible and I did a lot of study on that this week. What Jesus did then, he can do now. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Who Jesus was remains who Jesus is. This year, to be honest, has started off not the greatest for our family. It's just been one thing after the other. Driving back from Taupo a few weeks ago, uh, Mason and I were just talking and about this year and how crazy it has started. And literally, as we were talking, um, my, our nephew, who's in Auckland, he was si out cycling with his dad. And uh, he'd had, we got a message that he'd uh, been in an accident and that he was rushed to Starship Hospital. Uh, praise God, he's okay, just a few bruises and um, a few missing teeth, uh, but they were his baby teeth, so no big dentist bills. He's 12, so no big dentist bills for the parents there. Um, but we were just talking about how, how crazy this year has been, and we started listing down everything that's kind of um, affected us this year, and it was only the uh, end of February. So there's been about 10 things, some small, some major but things that have affected our family. Someone described it to me um, like a, uh, one of those, you know, those mannequins that you get um, and you punch them. I don't, know, I don't know if anyone does that, but you get those mannequins, maybe the police do. Um, you know, you punch it and then, it, you know, it kind of goes back and then it comes back up and then you go the other side and it goes back down and then it comes back up, you know. That's what it's actually felt like for us. It's felt like just from every angle, things have been, um, been happening and we've just been attacked. But we are thankful for our faith and our trust in Jesus through these times. 
Four weeks ago, the night I was running the Open Heaven prayer meeting in Wellington with over 1,200 people attending, I got a message from my birth mum during the meeting saying that she would like to meet with Mason and I. I guess when you get those kind of messages, you think, oh, it's either going to be really good. But generally you think, hmm, when someone wants to meet you, you know, face to face, they've got something to tell you. So if you didn't know, I'm adopted. Uh, I was adopted at birth. I've got an amazing mum who lives in America uh, and a dad who lives, my dad lives in Taupo. Um, I'm in contact with my birth mum and actually she is sitting in this room today. She lives close to us in Waikano um, and I also have a half-sister. Um, I met Joanne when I was 18, which was only a few years ago. <laughs> you know, what, 25. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's another testimony for another day. So after that message, um, we met with Joanne on the Friday. Um, she had a friend there with her, and she sat us down, and this is the, what she told us. I've not had long COVID for the last year. On Wednesday, I was diagnosed with lung cancer. I was in absolute shock, tears rolling down my face. I was already carrying quite a lot. My dad had just had a cancer operation the week before, a major one in Tauranga. And, you know, that, that's a lot in itself. And then I was hit with this news and I was like, whew, this is a lot. And I sat there and I cried and I was trying to be strong. I was like, come on, be strong for Joanne. This is not about me. This is about her. But I was trying to be strong. You see, Joanne's had uh, last year in about February, March, she got uh, COVID and uh, for the whole year has been really struggling with her health. And um, yeah, it's just been really hard. She's a teacher and just found it really hard to, um, to teach last year and been on and off at work and probably spent most of the year not at work. And then to be told, I guess, in February, you know, that she's got lung cancer was a bit of a shock after being sick for so long. A friend of hers had said to her uh, a couple of weeks before, I really think you should go and get your cough checked out. You've been having that cough for quite a long time and, you know, nothing seems to be, uh, it's not going and you need to go to check that out. So she did and she went and got an x-ray and that's when she was told the news. So she got sent to an appointment in Wellington, um, and she actually didn't know what the appointment was for. She was told, she, they didn't tell her to take a support person with her, and uh, she ended up in, uh, I guess it was the Wellington Lung Clinic, and then told there the news that she has got lung cancer. But it wasn't just that, it was that she was being fast-tracked into uh, cancer treatment straight away, uh, because it was obviously serious. So once it all sunk in and we sat there for a little bit, um, Mason and I got to pray for Joanne uh, with her friend, which was really powerful. I hadn't prayed with her before, and um, that was really special. The next few weeks uh, after that news were for Joanne, there was, she had a PET, which is a full uh, body scan, uh, to see if the cancer had spread. Praise God, it hadn't spread. Um, she had a biopsy down her throat, hospital appointments, doctor's appointments, met with cancer nurses, went to the, um, went to the doctors, 
mountains of forms to fill out. She had to stop working straight away and she'd just literally set up her classroom for the year uh, to teach and she had to stop working straight away. So many things uh, to do in preparation for what was going to be ahead. She had people supporting her, friends and family, people praying. We prayed here as a staff. Uh, we, I got to pray for her again in the foyer here. And um, yeah, I guess with, with everything going so fast, uh, you assume the worst when you get that kind of news. To say the uh, least, it's been a lot. Uh, her second, uh, she had a second biopsy, which was booked for not the Friday just been, but the Friday before. And I was actually meant to go with her to that biopsy, but we got to, we were going to Taupo to celebrate my father-in-law's. I don't know where he is. He's somewhere here too. But he, uh, we get, got to celebrate his 70th in Taupo last weekend, which was really awesome. But unfortunately, I didn't get to go with Joanne to uh, her appointment. She had someone else take her in the end. I texted her that morning and said, I'm praying for you. So she went into the appointment and she got ready for the biopsy. Uh, before they do a biopsy, they do a CT scan just to check again uh, where the cancer is, what it's looking like. And remember, she'd had this just a few weeks before and she had x-rays uh, showing where the cancer was um, in more detail about where to do the biopsy. So by this time, we were in Taupo, and uh, we actually ended up going up to Taupo a little bit early, and we got to see my dad uh, again, who is doing amazing. He is cancer-free now because all the cancer was removed in his operation. Praise God. So that's awesome. Yeah. And after we left him, we were uh, just wandering, wandering through a few shops, and we went to have lunch. And I got a message, and I have an Apple Watch, and you know, on, on your Apple Watch, sometimes you can see just a little bit of the message, and something struck my eye, and it said the word miracle, and it was a message from Joanne, and this was the message that I received. A miracle, this is word for word, a miracle has happened, praise to God, I have just been told I do not have lung cancer. Amazing. Thank you, Jesus. Ah. And then it goes on to say, I know, because I went back and said, wow, whoa, this is amazing. Um, I know, and then she goes, I know, even the doctors and the specialists, they can't believe it. She had another CT scan that morning, uh, but they did not follow through with the biopsy because they could see it had changed and it had moved. You see, cancer just doesn't move. It does not just move. That is a miracle from God. I've just witnessed a miracle with my very own eyes. I could not comprehend it, and I could not work it out. Actually, I don't need to. All glory to God. We serve a God of miracles. I believe in the miracle-working power of Jesus. I believe that the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives within us. He is the way maker, the miracle worker, the promise keeper, the light in the darkness. I love this quote from Bishop William Temple. When I pray, coincidences happen, and when I do not, they don't. 
Nothing is too big or too small for our God. You know, maybe your situation is looking like there is no way out of it. I just want to say with God, anything is possible. He can make the impossibilities possible. We are going to pray this morning. If the worship team could come up. And why don't we all stand to our feet? This morning we're going to pray for miracles, for breakthroughs in Jesus' name. If you need a miracle in your life, maybe you've got sickness in your body, or you've had a bad diagnosis, or you need to see a miracle in your marriage, or a family situation, you need to see a miracle in your business or your finances, or maybe you need to see a miracle of a breaking of an addiction. Or maybe you need full healing in your heart. Maybe you're suffering with anxiety and depression. Or maybe you're believing for a family member like I was. If that is you, I want you to put your hands up right now where you are. And we're going to take a moment as a family of believers to pray for you. If you need a miracle right now, why don't you raise your hands? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be afraid to put your hands up. We're a family here. There's hands up all over. All over. I want those who don't have your hands up. I want us as a priesthood of believers to gather around those who have their hands up. And I want us as a family to pray for them. Let's gather around. Let's pray right now for people. You don't need to say what you're believing for if you don't want to. And I have seen it with my very own eyes. What he did then, he can do now. Let's pray. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. joining us online. We'd love to pray for you too. If you need a miracle in your life, we'll be praying shortly for you too.
won't fail. God, I thank you that you are a miracle worker. God, I thank you for your healing power, Jesus. God, I thank you right now that you are here with us. And God, I pray for miracles to break out over this house in your mighty name, God. I pray that barren wombs, God, I pray for babies to come forth in your mighty name, Jesus. God, I pray for those who have got sickness in their body for healing from head to toe, Jesus, in your mighty name. God, I lift up marriages to you that are needing miracles in your mighty name. God, I pray for reconciliation, God. Reconciliation in marriages, Jesus. God, I pray for those who have got family circumstances happening in their life, God. God, I pray for restoration in families right now in Jesus' name. You've done it before and you'll do it again, Jesus. For those who have got diagnoses, cancer, sicknesses in their bodies, God, we pray for healing in your mighty name, Jesus. God, we pray for... We pray... God, that you will heal those people right now in your mighty name. God, we pray for more reports, Jesus, like we've seen today, like we've witnessed today, God. God, I pray for healing of bones in your mighty name, Jesus. I pray for supernatural finances for people who are struggling, Jesus. For businesses, God, I pray that doors will open where they need to open in your mighty name, Jesus. I pray for a breaking of addictions right now in Jesus' mighty name. God, I pray for those who've got anxiety and depression. Jesus, I pray for peace over minds. Peace over minds right now in your mighty name, Jesus. Peace over minds. Set them free in Jesus' name. You've done it before, Lord, and we pray that you'll do it again. We're thankful, Jesus, for the testimonies, God, and we pray for more in your mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you are the way maker, the miracle worker, and we lift all these prayers up to you. And all God's people said, Amen. Let's honor King Jesus in the house this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The service is just about over. But before I close, Of all the miracles, the miracle of salvation is what changed my life 17 years ago. I felt rejected, abandoned, lost, looking into the world for love, acceptance, 
I got into drinking, smoking, and drugs. I know you wouldn't have thought so, but I did. (laughs) And one day, 17 years ago, we walked through these doors and we gave our hearts to Christ. 2 Corinthians 6.2 says, Today is the day of salvation. See, he knocks on the door of our hearts. Maybe he's knocking on your heart right now. If you would just open your heart to him, turn from your sin and turn towards God. Or maybe you're wanting to recommit your life to him today and you're feeling distant from him. Today is that day. We're going to pray a prayer together right now. And if you guys would repeat after me. Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, I receive you into my heart. Take the throne of my life. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I turn away from my sin and I turn towards you. Direct my life from this day forth. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.